The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The scribes who had come from Jerusalem said of Jesus, He is possessed by Beelzebul, and by the prince of demons he drives out demons. Summoning them, he began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand. That is the end of him. But no one can enter a strong man's house to plunder his property unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can plunder his house. Amen, I say to you, all sins and all blasphemies that people utter will be forgiven them. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an everlasting sin. For they had said, he has an unclean spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Okay, yeah, a couple little uh, twists and turns for us to navigate here in uh, in the Gospel. Uh, we again are only in the third chapter of of Mark. We find ourselves, you know, right in the in the midst of uh, controversy. Yeah, Jesus is, uh, you know, receiving the most uh, serious. Of, of opposition, and and certainly it's not you know the the uh, the dial is not going to get turned down anytime soon, right? In fact, we know we know where it ends, but uh, but already we're you know we're grappling uh, with the end in the beginning, um, the the this opposition that is mounting against Jesus, even as even as his movement uh, grows, right? And and as his um, you know the the proclamation of his kingship. Um, Goes out to uh, to certainly uh, renew all of Israel. At least any anyone who would accept the the, the call, uh, we we still see all this um, all this opposition. And I think it's you know it's to first and foremost, yeah, it's it's testimony uh, actually to uh, to the powerful works that that Jesus is um, is accomplishing in their midst. Uh, it's you know he's he's doing things that that demand an explanation. Yeah, and and the explanation of his opponents is that he's possessed by Beelzebul. Right? So it's like he's okay, fine. He's in league with the devil. Yeah, that's that's the only explanation we have, because we we don't appreciate the fact that he's, you know, skirting the uh, the traditional methods of accomplishing, say, uh, healing uh, cures and 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 the like. Uh, he, he's not working within our system, so there has to be something wrong with him. You know, there, there, there's got to be something going on there. I mean, he is doing powerful deeds, um, but they're, they're certainly not deeds of the true and living God. They simply can't be, because if they were deeds of the true and living God, then, you know, he'd be in our camp, or he'd be helping us to advance our agenda. Of course, right? This makes sense. Um, so he's got to be in league with the devil. We already have no, we, we already can't. There's no other explanation for it. He's got to be in league with the devil. Um, and of course, yeah, Jesus has this, you know, this rejoinder, you know, even if you, even if you're true, even if you're, even if what you're offering, you know, has, has a modicum of truth in it, then still the kingdom of Satan is crumbling in your midst. So, okay, I guess it's all good news, right? Is that the devil, you know, uh, if, if I'm in league with the devil, then, then we're working, um, you know, at, uh, working at opposition to each other. So, you know, our kingdom has come to an end, I guess. So anyway, the good news goes on, right? The good news is proclaimed and, uh, and continues to be so. Um, but in the midst of it, right, he, that, that is, it, it's, um, it's properly forceful, right? I mean, this is, this is a very assertive conversation on the, on the part of, 
of Jesus, but it's also somewhat playful in the sense of, okay, fine, like let's take let's take you know um, you know your presumptions into account and uh, and see and see where they lead, and and of course you know your argument has just fallen apart in front of you. But he wants to get into like what is serious there, like uh, you know the. They can they can escape. They're all turned around, but we can, we can we can get that back on track. Um, but but what we won't be able to get back on track is blasphemy against this against the Holy Spirit, and and we we understand that in this context. So I mean, uh, you know, in the, in the context of Saint Thomas Aquinas, you're going to find that it, the only unforgiven sins are those that are not repented of. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, in the in the narrative of the thing, and and there is of course there there. Um, say, uh, mutually uh, reinforcing, but in the narrative of the things we encountered in, in the scriptures, the idea is that, you know, they are attributing to um, the enemy the work of the Holy Spirit, which means that they're convinced the well is poisoned. Yeah, so if the well is poisoned, you can't draw water from it. So this is, this is the challenge, right, is that Jesus is making the proclamation, they're convinced he's in league with the devil, they, so they can't go to him because he's in league with the devil. So, th- I mean, this, there's, a, there's a lot to be worked out there, and I think there is any number of ways to, to apply that, but I'm, I'll, I'll leave that to you. I mean, I'll, I'll say, of course, we, we're going to take Jesus at his word. We're going to come to him. He's got, he has healing for us. He has, he has strength for us, and, uh, and this is why we're, you know, this is, uh, it's not necessarily why we're coming to him, but, but it's on offer in him, and he has certainly called us to himself to be, uh, to be healed and to receive um, strength, strength of the Spirit, to actually to draw water from the wellspring of, uh, of all life. So I have to say just really one word, you know, we're uh, marking uh, I- liturgically the, the, um, uh, the anniversary of, of Roe v. Wade. And, um, and, and really, you know, I want, I want to say just a couple things about that. Yeah, one is that, um, you know, I'm, I'm wearing purple because we, we observe it as a penitential day. So at least liturgically, you know, this is a, this is a mass of, of penance, and um, this is, um, you know, for, for the sake of uh, justice and peace, yeah? So it's interesting, though, right, that liturgically, um, those themes are tied, penance and justice and peace. The idea is that we're not going to have justice and peace unless we commit to penance. So uh, now, this is, this is the tie-in with with the gospel, right, is that what Jesus is proposing as he comes on the scene is a new organizing and animating principle. It's him. Yeah, but it's him as the embodiment of God's own life of love. Radical self-giving, right? What I mean, like self-giving through and through from the roots. Radical generosity, self-giving love, okay? This is the organizing principle and animating principle of the new world that God is bringing to birth. Right? This, but also, right, in the background and the world we live in, right, the, the, the world uh, as we know it is, is rumbling on, even as it's passing away. Right? So we sometimes get these, um, uh, these, these cries, these, these death cries from, from the world that is passing away, right? these shrieks uh, that are really quite upsetting and, and unsettling and the rest, as, as we work towards establishing the kingdom of, uh, of peace and justice. But the reality is, again, that because the new world that God is bringing into, into being, uh, because the, the animating and organizing principle of that world is self-giving love, then we have to give ourselves over totally to the God who is love and then pour ourselves out completely in his service, right? So again, it requires penance. We have to turn from our own lives of, I'll put it mildly, self-concern, 
yeah? It, and in a, we're usually somewhere more towards the, the realm of self, just flat out selfishness, yeah? But let's say we have to turn from our lives of self-concern. We have to turn to God, the true and living God, who has revealed himself to us in and as Jesus of Nazareth as nothing other than self-giving love. We've been won over by that love. We have to give ourselves to the God who is love and pouring ourselves out in his service, our lives become a reflection of his radical generosity. That then becomes the way that the new world is, is built up, yeah? And, and that is the way that all manner of injustices are rectified, yeah? So we have to start there. If we don't start there, we're not starting anywhere. If we think that there's some other solution than the solution that God died for, then we have a problem. Yeah, we're gonna we're going to work on work with the solution that God is providing for us in his death and resurrection. And that's to say, our whole life is charity. And when our whole life is charity, then the victory that God wants to accomplish is, is on the horizon. And we work towards that in the power of the of the spirit. Right? So it's like we're not gonna we're not gonna think that the well is poisoned at all. We're gonna draw eagerly from again the wellspring of salvation. We're going to be enlivened by uh, by the spirit and be about that, that same uh, healing, restorative work of Christ Jesus, no matter where he sends us.